In June 2009, in Ithaca, New York, a couple were uh, running through the woods out on an evening jog when suddenly the husband started to feel that his wife wasn't herself anymore. He started to have suspicions and, and questions that maybe she was an imposter and that he, she was there to destroy him. As a reaction, and in his moment of panic, he cut her throat. He was claimed after the fact that he was suffering from Capograss syndrome. That is a story of a modern day changeling. I'm Randy. And I'm Bryce. And I'm Bradley. And this week, we're talking about changelings. Dude, that story is messed up, man. What well, the heck? Also, it's... welcome to Vanquisher's Guide. Oh, yes. Yeah, welcome. Yes, welcome to Vanquisher's Guide. And that is one of the, the one of the more terrifying parts about that story to me is how recent it is. I mean, like, this isn't something that happened back in, like, the 1800s or 1700s exactly. or something. This was exactly. literally, like, just over 10 years ago. It was in a time that I would say most people are relatively uh, understanding of how the world works and relatively calm thought, like, thinking, and, and there's steps to go through if anything is, like, not making sense. Like, if for some reason someone did start to have these kind of questions of like oh maybe this person isn't who they say they are there's avenues that you can go down and you can start to talk to like police and whatnot like that well i mean think about nowadays where, think about where medicine is exactly i mean like you're, you're gonna get you know you can go to therapy you can i mean i don't know about t 11 years ago but like now there's literally like i can call my doctor therapist whatever like on my phone and facetime with them like like right. obviously that was a little bit of time ago, but like that exists that like like the therapists like, existed back then. Yeah, exactly. if you couldn't call them, you could still be like, hey, so I've been having some weird thoughts. But instead, no, just immediately jumps to killing her. Yeah. I imagine you could call your therapist anytime at this time. Yeah, you know. Probably. And um, do you know if she like made made any aggressive actions toward him or was she just like kind of freaking no, out and... stories. Uh, so they had actually just gotten back from vacation uh, i don't remember exactly where they had gone but uh, they were both uh, working class people he was going to school currently um, i don't remember what he was going to school for he was trying to get his phd um, so learned guy and they were going out on a run after getting home from vacation recently and as far as we know nothing happened like she didn't do anything he just suddenly started thinking well maybe she's not who she says she is maybe she's an imposter and immediately jumped the gun to well she needs to die so good so news extreme, is, man. Yeah, good news is the court at least um wasn't wholly convinced by his uh, that 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 the psychosis was the only thing that caused it. Um, the Capograss syndrome is a real thing. Uh, it's a mental uh, phenomena where people start to have those questions and start to sincerely believe that someone that they know close to them is a fraud and is has been replaced by an, a double. Um, 
maybe not like a like a movie double, but like a whether it's extraterrestrial or something. Um, they believe that they've been replaced by an imposter. So he did te- did seem to have that, but the court determined that wasn't that wasn't the only reason because he did jump to some conclusions. Um, if that was the only thing that he had, I feel like that he wouldn't have just straight jumped to kill. So yeah. they uh, did sentence him to uh, having murdered her in the first degree, and he is serving time. So I don't know how much time he got, but wow, yeah. So, honestly, with with, with that story, and just you know, from reading your notes and everything on changelings, I honestly feel like this is what a monster is, in my opinion. Like we Absolutely. talk about like the fantastical monsters and whatnot, but like when you boil boil it down, like this this happens. Mm-hmm probably more regularly than people see werewolves or zombies or whatever like where people just either are like you know like go crazy and kill someone because they think they're out you know like like humans are the the real monsters at least just from reading this that's what it that's what i felt like yeah i mean speaking of which like with most monsters there's typically some like they have some sort of like proactive event or proactive state in the crimes uh, with like werewolves usually it's the werewolf doing the killing usually with most of these it's the monster that's doing most of the the bloody work but in these in the stories of the changelings as we'll get to in a minute in a minute most of the time the changelings don't do anything they just kind of are chilling there in the stories and everyone else around them just freaks out and just loses their minds it seems like so yeah i agree with you it's in this the stories of changelings it's the humans that are the scariest part about them yeah so but how much do you guys know about changelings you guys well versed in the lore of changelings the supernatural episode is about where i extend my knowledge yeah did you watch the supernatural episode you've seen it before i did yes classic it's a classic episode yeah, I'm about at the same. Yeah. Uh, seeing the Supernatural episode, and that's about it, I think. Right. Well, like most things in the Supernatural show, they did take a little bit of a spin on it. Um, so theirs is a little bit different. Um, but I am also relatively well-versed with Supernatural. I've watched a good amount of the show. So we'll talk about it a little bit later, about the differences that they did with their version uh, but normal uh, changelings, not the supernatural version, those guys are typically uh, described as humanoid and most of the time human looking. Like they, they don't look all that different from humans. Um, they are largely seen in the European area, uh, often also in Scotland, but also, and also in Ireland. Those are like the big hotspots for changelings a couple of them are seen in like scandinavia and stuff like that but most of the time it's europe central um but they're also they're they're babies oftentimes they are described as after a time after a little bit of spending time with the family that they've infiltrated um they start to get sickly um or they start to grow like in odd sizes Uh, either they'll get big too fast or like their heads will just get big uh for some reason 
And they're also described as having beards or long teeth sometimes. So they're mostly human and mostly human baby-ish, but they just start to look weird, as is what they're described as. And sometimes they're described as being too smart for their too smart for what they should be anyway for a baby so so is in european folklore is it a demonic possession depends uh sometimes they are and most of the time it's not so much of a possession it's more of a swapping Um, in most of these stories it's that a fairy comes in and takes your baby and replaces it with a fairy of their own would you say like the difference between would you say the difference between the fairy slash possession part of it is ones before Christianity and ones during Christianity? It seemed more like it was regional, uh, actually. It seemed like a lot of the Scotland legends are about the possession. A lot of the um, stories coming out of Scotland were actually more of adults being uh, swapped. And so because of that they they portrayed it or talked about it more like they were possessed um, and not so much that they were swapped. But then other countries and other nationalities talked more about it being a full swapping. Um, but but that being said, Christianity did play a pretty large role later on in some of the uh, uh, theories and some of the lore and some of the ways to try and prevent and keep yourself safe from changelings. Uh, which I thought was pretty interesting of how Christianity kind of weaseled their way in and started to show its influence. Okay. But yeah, it's pretty odd. And uh, that being said, that there's not really a super clear reason why it happens. Um, there's tons of reasons that people theorize as to why these people are getting swapped out, why babies and then even sometimes adults are getting swapped out but there's never i mean obviously no one's been able to question a changeling uh, because most of the time they end up dying after a short time with with uh, their family so no one really knows for sure but some of the reasons that people theorize that the uh, swap is taking place is because they want the child uh, they want the human child to be brought back to the fairy realm to act as a slave or servants um also some of them just want they just want to have a child they just want to love a human child and apparently human children are the best to raise uh just for some reason very specifically um even in uh in uh what is it scandinavian uh lore there's a lot of Apparently, most of the changelings in Scandinavian lore are not anything like, they're not their own species. They're actually a bunch of trolls that get swapped out with babies, with human babies. Because according to Scandinavian lore, uh, it is hugely beneficial or desired for trolls to get raised by humans. They love to have their babies raised by humans for some reason. And so, apparently, that's their... In Scandinavia, their big thing is they want, of all the trolls, want to swap their babies with humans so that way they can have their kids raised by humans. Don't know why, but apparently that's a big thing. That's weird, man. I guess it's like maybe you want your uh, your tro- changeling 
fairy slash fairy child to have like a soft, comfortable life with like some rich parents. Yeah, know? I suppose. I don't know. Maybe the fairy realm is like it's, it's like harsh. life on the streets, man. You know, the fairy streets. <laughs> Out there in the slums. And so like, yeah, let's give it to the humans. It'll be a better life. So are like fairies and changelings, uh, at least with this entry, kind of synonymous and interchangeable? Um, most of the time. Um, most of the time, it seems like the fairies, changeling isn't necessarily a specific type of fairy, but it just seems like it's, a fairy that has been taken from the fairy realm and replaced with a baby. Uh, same with the trolls. It's the same way that it just seems like they're most of the time a swap. But sometimes there are some uh, stories that talk about specifically them putting in either logs or like figurines that kind of resemble a humanoid figure. And then they put magic over top of it to look like a human thing that then slowly dies over time. And those are the specifically like that being is called a changeling as well so it seems like the idea of swapping is called changeling but then also that little totem figure is called a changeling as well i think it's pretty cool because i mean if you take you know if you just what what if they're all fairies right and then if as soon as it is changed out right the the child is changed out then you know the the subtype of fairy would be a changeling that's what it's kind of sounding like to me like the race itself is fairy, but right. then you you know you have these sub races. You have these you know just different. And I, cause I mean, like I just reading through this, it all just seems very much like fairies. And I yeah. don't think it means like little pixies, you know, with wings. Or they're like no, yeah. just you know, like it seems like an entire like just race of something. And so I change like you know when I think of it, I think of like a shape sifter, which you know it, it's not from at least what you know we're talking about really it's it they might look like one thing and right. so it just it what it seems like is just, just another type of fairy yeah absolutely and that's where it's kind of unclear according to some of the uh lores but yeah you're absolutely right that like most of the stories it's not tinkerbell that's coming and swapping these guys out they're they're definitely menacing not nice creatures that are they're not necessarily demons but they're closer to a demon i would say than to tinkerbell for sure okay. well um, and tinkerbell um, yeah tinkerbell's not swapping out I, although that makes a lot of sense for the peter pan lore maybe that's yes. what tinkerbell was doing but well and um in at least in scandinavia um in like norse mythology we do mm-hmm. there's a lot of talk like on giants you have right. like Jotunheim that has like the frost giants and stuff. What's interesting though, they they didn't believe them to be like huge blue mm-hmm. creatures like we see in the MCU. Um, and Marvel. We're right? talking about Loki's a, a giant. <laughs> he's he's not blue or giant. Right. Well, and, and what they thought they just like they thought Jotunheim. They thought these ice giants and other giants were just you know they would be further north. They would be. Mm-hmm. And just in the Arctic Circle, the people that live there, that's what they called that race. They weren't humans, they were giants. Right. And then right. giants somewhere else, they could have been from a different part of the world. And so, right. like, giants was just another, like, were humans that just were given another name. Fairies could have been just, you know, people that lived, you know, without civilization. They could have just been tribe people. And, and so they changed the babies out there, or just, you know, it could have just been 
given that Absolutely. name, but they look exactly like humans. Absolutely. And that's actually um, that you mentioned. It, I think it's interesting. There are some theories. Um, some of them started from back then of where the lore and the idea of changelings began. began. And the idea was that it initially originated from people when there was people passing by, uh, travelers or, or even invaders while they were passing through villages, through towns, that if one of the passerbyers had a child that was kind of sick, falling ill, while they're passing through town, they would just swap their kid with somebody else's without them knowing. That way they would have a healthy kid and be able to continue on and they'd leave their kid to die in this town that they passed by. And so some of the theories was that the changelings weren't actually fairies, but they were just these like run like, like yeah, these sickly children that were left behind by these fluent like passerbyers. I don't know what's the word that I'm looking for, that just came through town one day and months later they realized, oh my goodness, this kid's dying. What the heck? Huh. So yeah. Just a theory that people have thought of and maybe that's where it came from. Uh because probably it wasn't fairies so let's try and figure out what it could have been maybe there's also a lot of other things that could have caused it that people talk about and then we'll we'll discuss a little bit later but so yeah all in all it's not a great thing uh nobody wants to have their family members swapped out without them knowing or swapped out in general but especially just in the middle of the night uh most of the time like I said, it was children, and so it's even more scary most of the time the parents would, like, wish that they were there to be able to try and stop it. But in rare cases, it was actually even older people. Uh, and one of the theories, uh, that the reasons why people were getting swapped out is because, not because they wanted the human person at this point, but the theory is when they swapped out either younger kids or or often the adults, it's because the fairies wanted to swap with the kid because the, the fairy was starting to get older and they wanted to live their life in like kind of cush comfort while they died and be coddled and cared for by human parents or human family members that cared for this family member that disappeared. So like a retirement home. <laughs> kind of like a retirement, a forced retirement home. Like, I know I'm going to die, so let me just take this guy's life so I could just ease back and die, and they'll they'll all care for me. I feel like weird. switching out, like, elderly people or just people uh, that are not babies would be much more difficult. Because, I don't know, I feel like as you grow up, you become more distinct in your, like, features, and you kind of uh, look less like every other person like i don't know yep. i feel like a lot of babies they look the same so it'd be pretty easy to swap one out but i don't mm. know about grandpa you know my uh i have a couple grandpas and they all look different so i feel like maybe it's a spectrum i think newborns i agree they all look pretty much the same they're all just blobs of just goo but i feel like it also starts to swing the the same way on the other side of the spectrum where old people they start to also kind of look the same <laughs> way they're just kind of prunes by the end and so may older people as well they're also getting a little nondescript kind of eh, kind of looks the same eh. 
who's to say this old man that old man it could be the same guy who's to say but yeah you're right that like i think the other benefit with choosing children was that they also couldn't talk and so they couldn't try and identify themselves and so there was no way you couldn't ask a kid be like hey prove that you're you say something that only you would know because the baby's like what there's no way that the baby can confirm so i think that was also another quote-unquote benefit but makes sense yeah that being said they did take adults and middle-aged adults too not just elderly and not just babies uh so they took some middle-aged adults most of the time if they did take a middle-aged adult it was most of the time female because culturally especially in europe at that time women were portrayed or viewed as more fragile and more weak and so that was culturally one reason why most of the time it was theorized that they were going to be the target for changelings because they couldn't put up a fight but also lore wise the thought was that fairies would also take new mothers because new mothers would then be able to nurse the fairy babies because theoretically maybe fairies can't produce milk and so therefore they need a human mother to do it for them that is a thought of maybe that's why it was otherwise they're just weird who's to say uh and then they would also sometimes take young adults uh, either fresh newly married or about to be married young adults and force them to marry other fairies instead so that way they could have hybrid children because i guess they they like seems like fairies were really jealous of humans which is ironic because most humans are probably very jealous of fairies. I don't know about these fairies. And not, not necessarily yeah. those fairies, but fairies in typically in normal settings, they're magical creatures. And so I was like, oh, that's nice. But yeah, these ones, yeah, you're right. Maybe not so much of these guys. But um, at least to me, it almost sounds like this might be just a case of people uh, <laughs> getting sick of their spouses. <laughs> I mean, to put it bluntly. I don't know if like I feel like they're just like oh man I don't know you time to get rid of you or whatever you're totally changed totally different yeah you're absolutely right that that was it sounded like that was one possible option and possible cause of what was happening and we'll even talk about a case later on uh talking about Bridget Cleary and that was part of her case that it was during the case the formal hearing of that case some uh, physical abuse came out and was revealed and that was one of the theories that people came up with was maybe this was all just a lie and he just did it because he just wanted to get rid of his wife which sadly was probably all too possible and all too common back then yeah but so yeah just people like that back in the day were able to get out like get away with it so easily mm-hmm. especially guys especially yeah, that, like men I mean, yeah. yeah they would be able to get get away with it so much easier which is where that stereotype of oh it's only women who get taken by cha- changelings how strange isn't that bizarre and it's like yeah is it bizarre or is it just because a bunch of guys are just tired of women so they're just, just, just taking advantage of it yeah it's so awful so, though yeah. honestly so they awful could, you could get away with it but that being said there were some methods that w- by which people tried to stop this from happening uh because yeah i mean if you try everything you got 
hopefully one of these things will trigger. What, like There's... shock therapy? <laughs> Not so much that. Um, changeling, so it, it confesses. But there was I some mean, things that people would that set happened. about their house. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, maybe not necessarily the well, changelings, no, no, but the people no to try and prove. Yeah, yeah. to people, humans, to try and prove that they were changelings. Uh, but there was a lot of things people would set around their house to try and keep themselves safe, or or specifically keep their babies safe. Some some of these are pretty odd, I would say. One of them, the first one that I found was if you have an inverted coat, like you turn your coat inside out and you <laughs> set it nearby the baby or nearby anyone you don't want to have taken, that was supposed to protect you. I have no sure. idea why. No idea I guess. why. <laughs> yeah. Why not? If you left an open pair of scissors nearby where the child slept, then that was supposed to help. I don't know if that's because they thought the baby was going to be able to like grab those scissors and defend itself or what, but it sounds more of a safety hazard to me than anything else. Because what if that baby accidentally knocks those onto him? Yeah, that's what I was so, going to say. Just an open yeah. pair of scissors left near a child. What could go wrong? Specifically open had to be open. If, if they were closed, there goes the protection. Worst well, if the now. kid kills themselves, then the fairy didn't change and that they, the fairy killed the kid. Yeah, which sadly is all too common with these stories. Of like, Same with the witch trials, I feel like. These are kind of similar where it's like, hey, let's prove that you're not a, a changeling by killing you. And well, looks like he died, so he must not have been a changeling. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. It's like, wow. To so the next one. Yeah, <laughs> that's just terrible. So supposedly... With that, there was also changelings were supposed to be afraid of iron in general. Um, so most of the time, the open scissors were also iron. So that seemed like it was just like a a two birds with one stone situation. But if you didn't have iron scissors, then you could just leave anything iron on top of the baby's cradle. And that was supposed to help protect him as well. Uh, a lot of people would leave a knife, apparently, which is... Awful. Yikes. Like, do you think scissors is bad? Now we're leaving knives on top of the baby's cradle. So all these sharp awesome. things, man. I know. No better than leaving an actual like iron, like an actual ironing board iron. That would be just as bad. Just having that drop onto the baby's head in the middle of the night. That would be almost. I don't know which one would be worse, that or a knife. Neither's good. Both awful. But, mm -hmm. A little bit more harmless way of trying to uh, keep your loved ones safe was to just watch them all of the time. Problem solved. If you just never let them out of your sight, even when they're sleeping, they can't be changed. They can't be replaced. So you just have to sit up all night and just watch your baby. Just be like super paranoid and stare at people while they sleep. And, you know, that way, you know, for sure they're not a change. Absolutely. As if the early stages of raising a child wasn't stressful enough and wasn't exhausting enough, now you got to stay up all night watching your kid because they might get kidnapped. So, yeah, no wonder there was a lot of people that were high-strung and stressed out and very suspicious of things because they were staying up all night. I wonder if, like, a, a lack of sleep probably fed into that fear and, like, paranoia of a change when coming, you know? 
I wouldn't be surprised if, at all if there was some cases or a lot of cases where that happened of people not sleeping well and staying up all night trying to stay, keep them safe. And then lo and behold, they start having paranoid thoughts and or hallucinations. And look at that. It's a changeling. Another, I guess, depending on who you ask, if you ask anyone other than Brad, a relatively <laughs> harmless uh, form of trying to keep your kids safe and, and keep them protected from being changed, keeping, keeping them from being taken, was by baptizing them. Because the theory was any of the creatures that would take them, any fairies that would want to take them, wouldn't, either wouldn't want to take them or couldn't take them if they were baptized. They would were only able to take unbaptized. Well, I think typically in like uh, Christianity, once you're baptized, it's almost like a protective, uh, mm -hmm. like blessing has been put on you against just evil in general, right? Right. Yeah. The, like I said, this is one of those examples where we start to see the hand of Christianity start to like put its fingers into the folklore of these countries, even though it wasn't initially in it. Now. As, as Christianity is being introduced to these countries, it's starting to be introduced into the lore as well. So now, theoretically, baptism is supposed to help protect them as well. Well, I mean, which... it, it makes sense, right? Because, I mean, it's, it's literally being saved, right? I mean, you're right. giving yourself to God and he's going to protect you. So it makes sense. That's the theory, yeah. If you look at the Christianization of Europe, it's really, I mean, cool, interesting. I don't know what the word you want to use. But, like, mm -hmm. they just, like, Christianity just seems to have the answer to everything yeah right if you want to if you want to not have a possessed or fairy take your child or whatever like just baptism or if you want to you have any questions about the afterlife you know we have it it's just, it's like christianity w was so successful in europe because all of these things just they had the answer and baptism yeah. is a fan i mean that's you know kudos to them i mean i think you know to use an analogy, that's that's the benefit of using a wide net versus a fishing rod and a regular fishing line. A wide net, you can cast it over a huge area and odds of you catching at least one fish, if not tons of fish, is pretty big because you're covering such a wide area. You're, you're in this case of Christianity, the, the I almost called it lore, eh, lore for Christianity is so generically universal to everything that it fits in so many different situations, whereas other folklores and other religions, the they're so much more specific that it's much harder to hit each situation on the mm. head because it's, well, which God would do this? Well, which of the gods would do that? And it's like, well, I mean, it's, it's a lot harder to pinpoint down if, unless compared to when you just have, well, it's just God in general. He does everything and he saves us from everything. So problem solved. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense why that would have taken over and why Christianity, they had an answer for this. The answer was baptize. That should save your kid. That should protect your kid from being taken by a changeling. So also for some reason, these next couple, I have no basis as to why these were used as protection. Uh, weird phrasing but um for some people they claimed that tying either a red ribbon around the baby's wrist wrist or putting a red hat on their head that was supposed to protect them that was supposed to keep them safe through the night 
uh, or keeping them out of moonlight was supposed to keep them safe. Maybe because if they weren't in moonlight, then the fairies wouldn't be able to see them and wouldn't know that they were there. But that's just kind of spitballing with that one. And then the last one is because is to not wash their diapers after sunset, the ch- children's diapers after sunset. So I actually have the answer to at least two of those. Oh, yeah? Um, well, I mean... I, I, answer, answer as I it I, is. I don't have the answer. I have an answer. Um, Christianity so I, has the answer, as we all know. Right. But I so at least with the moonlight one and possibly with the sunset one. Um, uh-huh. But with moonlight and stuff, um, if you this is obviously pre-Christian or just pagan slash sure. witchcraft. Um, moonlight is a very powerful um, mystical being or sure. something like that, right? And so the fear, if if you believe in paganism or witchcraft or whatever um would be yeah i mean magic is stronger in moonlight so Makes fairies if they practice magic i'm guessing the same kind of thing with the sunset thing um and then yeah. witchcraft is very much a belief system on i guess like action right i mean they, they believe in like energy and stuff and uh-huh. so red red doing you know red might be a color of something but like doing something like that instead of you know it's it's their makes version sense. of like baptism or something and so makes sense. witchcraft is probably the answer for those three that not makes a lot of sense kind of, not the bad kind of witchcraft. yeah oh i was gonna say i can think i or i can see with uh not washing diapers after sunset that could possibly be that like as the sun is setting changelings might be coming out and so if you were to wash diapers at after sunset, it would be like signaling to them that you have a, a child that could be snatched mm-hmm. in the house, you know? That was my thought exactly. I was just going to say, my only thought for those was <clears throat> maybe it was exactly like what you said, just as sunset came and if you washed after sunset, not only is it a signal, but also you are breaking the, the other one of our rules, which is to watch them constantly. And so if you're watching washing your babies. Uh, diapers after sunset then you're probably not watching them while you're during that and so the possibility of them taking them during the night is there but that was the only thing i could come up up with i I suppose good thing uh like the cameras and stuff exist now where you can just like put a camera in your kitchen exactly and then you can watch them 24 7 not creepy at all not creepy and then you get like those uh that a franchise of horror movies what is it is it paranormal activity Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's how you get that. <laughs> exactly, you got changelings coming in, stealing your kids, and you catch it on camera, make a movie out of it. At the beginning of the podcast, I was going to talk about how I feel like Americans are desensitized to so much of this, but then I thought about it. This and, is terrifying. Well, that and like all of the the like most recent forms of people noticing this. Maybe it's just because I live here, but I feel like most supernatural things happen in America now. Mm-hmm. And it's because we're not desensitized, it's because we forget yeah. about everything. <laughs> exactly. Well, it could also be that we just live in America, so that's the ones we hear about. No, probably. You know, like, I imagine, like, there's plenty of, like, paranormal myths currently going on in, like, other countries and all around the world, you know? No, I heard that all paranormal activity all switched over to America about 30 years ago. And now it's right. exclusively here. We took the bullet for the rest of the world. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no i think you're right it, it's 
possible probably that it's just we're here and seeing it but that is also we there are a lot of i do think it's statistically true though that it happens more in countries that are more religious right that's what i was gonna um, say it's also possible that. For that. yeah all right so bad news your precautions didn't work and you're now suspicious I'm pretty sure your kid or your loved one has been swapped out by a changeling. Break it so, to me. What do I have to do? <laughs> there's so many options. You I knew got... something was up with Bryce. I think I think, <laughs> I think he's it's trying Bryce. to destroy me. <laughs> Dang it. Boy, am I glad to be living like thousands of miles away from you guys. <laughs> you can't slight, slit your throat. Man, am I... T- no, I'm just kidding. I'm not even going to go there. So, if you're suspicious that you think maybe someone that you love is a changeling, rather than just jumping the gun and immediately slitting their throat, there's some steps you can take. One is obviously just kind of be aware and check to see if they're acting weirdly. One of the greatest, easiest ways to, although it's also one of the least definitive ways to tell if someone's a changeling, is if they're just starting to behave more strange than they normally do they're starting to behave oddly um Maybe they're behaving oddly because you're staring at them all the time. yeah that's a pretty good possibility like on them. yeah that's a possibility so if that doesn't work or you that doesn't quite satisfy your intense and, and you're not quite ready to just kill them on the fact that they're acting strange which is good you shouldn't just kill someone because they're acting strangely uh, next best thing is you can also try and surprise. This is mainly used for children, like babies, but you need to try and surprise them into talking and speaking full words or try and make them laugh. Because apparently changelings have no sense of humor. They're not having it. They will not laugh. So if your baby's laughing, you're safe. You're in good hands. But if your baby's not laughing, you slit their throats. <laughs> okay. We got more Yikes. steps. We got more steps. Oh, okay, okay. We're going in orders of craziness. So the next step is a big one. Again, it's kind of like the acting strangely. There's a lot of options, but none of them are all that specific. Uh, You could do something with eggs. In most of the uh, lores, it seemed like they were trying to do confuse slash shock the changeling into kind of confronting you and being like, what the heck are you doing? Uh, but they talk about either they like, cracking an egg and dumping the egg into the trash and putting the shells into whatever food you were making or preparing your entire meal just in eggshells. And so like, if you're making soup, your bowl for the night is an eggshell. Congratulations. It's going to be a, a lean night. You, you don't get much. Not a lot of soup, man. No, or, or that, or you're going to have to go back for uh seconds and thirds and fiftieths and so you can do that. Soup, man. You could also try this one really confused me, but supposedly this one's supposed to be very specific, but it's kind of odd. The plan is you make a meal. This for for example you make either like stew or, or soup or something. You set it next to on the ground next to the fire. And then you put a bunch of eggshells all the way around the fire on the ground. 
and then you make sure that whoever you see, whoever you're suspecting sees it. And the theory is if it's a changeling, then they'll react very poorly to that and oftentimes say that that is that they've seen a a acorn near an oak tree but that is the most eggs near a pot of soup that they've ever seen and then they'll leave so can i get something straight really quick so to see if someone is a changeling first you see if they act weird Uh uh-huh second act weird to see if they (laughs) then act weird Uh about it uh-huh. Yep. That's I'm, basically I'm, it. I'm feeling the meme from uh what is it, Pirates of the Caribbean when everyone's holding guns at each other, or is that the off the office? Everyone's yeah. just holding like finger guns at each other and like, you're a changeling, no, you're a changeling. Wait, maybe I'm a changeling. <laughs> you know, you, you gotta out weird the weird. You gotta be okay. so weird that but they're like, all right, this is this is absurd. I'm I'm weird, I'm a changeling, but this is just too much. I'm out of here. So makes perfect sense. That's another theory. There's also some of them uh, along the lines of surprising them into speech that some people would talk about, like a neighbor or someone coming, like stopping by their house and saying, oh my goodness, did you see the neighbor's house is on fire? And the, or so-and-so is literally like doing something that's literally, that's impossible. And the theories, then the changeling would be like, jump up and go, oh my goodness, I want to see that. That's crazy. That's that sounds like a really cool thing and then bam you've caught him as well so but then you got to get your neighbor in on the plan as well in on the gig so that is another possibility but it requires a third party so i figured best to not involve the police quite yet Um, crazy inside the family exactly exactly (laughs) because wouldn't you be embarrassed if they were to changeling and you just had your neighbor burn down someone's house to try and prove that they were so, speaking of fire, we are now on to the worst option to try and prove if someone's a changeling. But yet, in all the stories, it seemed like everyone's first choice because people are terrible human beings. And that was to either light the changeling on fire or put them into the fire place, like set them on the fire. And if they were a changeling, then they would jump up and run up the chimney or run out the door and bam, now you've proved that it's a changeling and they'll return the baby post haste. So that is the other option, but you better be damn sure that that's a changeling before you do that. Because otherwise there are several stories of real life accounts of women thinking that their baby was a child and putting it into a fire or putting it into a live like hot oven and just killing their babies and then going to prison so be careful because that did happen i just wanted a quick snack yeah of change that was was an option and it did happen and it was terrible i just think it's funny like you find out if something is it it's changing by doing something so weird and bizarre that like uh, that like you're the one that was the problem exactly it's a double-edged sword now if you it's really like whoever cries wolf first because if if i say you're a changeling and then i start acting weird that's just because i'm trying to prove that you're a changeling but mm-hmm. if i don't say anything first and i'm acting weird because i suspect that you're a changeling but i don't say it now you can call it on me and suddenly all the attention is drawn to me and I'm the changeling now. And I'm like, well, but, oh man, 
Could you imagine going? It's just like, so strange. Could you imagine going to court now and be oh like, "This person is a changeling. I swear, I saw them uh, crushing up eggs and trying to make beer out of it." And yeah. They're gonna be like, "What?" And and then you're gonna be like, "No, I was doing that to prove that you are a changeling, <laughs> and you put took me to court. So that's weird. So you, you must be. It's like." I saw you eating a banana, and you never eat bananas. <laughs> Roof. So, what? what if there was a family, and they all got switched out by changelings, <laughs> and they just didn't know it? And so they're all just throwing each other in the fire and crushing up eggshells and whatnot. And they're all just like, ah, man, I feel yeah, fine. so confused. Everyone runs out of the house all at once back to the fairy land right. and they all just go hey wait a second you were oh that's embarrassing it was you yeah that would be an interesting experience so let's also hope that your uh, changeling is not just bad at parkour trying to get yeah. up that chimney yeah doesn't just get roasted alive yeah because if they do i think there goes uh there goes your chances of getting your your loved one back well the odds of you getting your loved one back are slimmer, it seems like. I mean, by putting in a fire, it's it's zero, probably. Yeah. If it, unless it's a changeling. If it's a changeling, then, then you're good. Oh, right. I forgot that. Because that is, changelings that does, exist. That does happen. I yeah. I apologize. I have not been uh, baptized, per se. Yeah, so, uh, there's your problem. Maybe I am a changeling. <laughs> we need... All right, Bryce, we're going back over to Brad's. We're going <laughs> to slit his throat now. The eggs, man. We gotta be sure. <laughs> no, just toss them in a fire. That'll make sure. All right. So now we're sure. Brad is for sure a changeling. Now, what are we gonna do about it? We have a couple of options to try and, depending on what lore you're looking at, either cure him, which that's in the cases of where it's more of a demonic possession, or along the lines of a demonic possession. Or we can try and basically scare the changeling into returning our, re our the real Brad. The one option is we could just beat you. We could either like just beat you up or whip you or something like that. And for this plan, yeah, and, and and theoretically you'll eventually give in, and voila, we got our Brad back. I like almost, said, almost... Like, Brad back. I, I want to say I'll take this one because just looking at the rest, yeah. this is the best one. This is like, yeah, I, I'd rather this happen than any of the rest. Yeah, for sure. Well, before you do that, I guess there is there is a, a gentler option that I skipped over, which is we could just do psychological torture and just just threaten you with a lot of pain and a lot of torture and try and scare you into giving up. My but... mental state is not good enough. For that. <laughs> I'd rather yeah. be beaten. <laughs> But it sounds like that wasn't a very successful option. Most okay. of the time, that one didn't work very much. Okay. Surprise, surprise. I know. Most people okay. didn't give in. First you harass me, and then you beat me. Then we beat you. And then if that doesn't work, uh, there's one that is specifically from Poland. Now, there's they don't specifically call them changeling, but it, changelings, it's a different word. But it's basically the same thing. It, it's called a specific thing where their lore, their uh, stories talk about there's one mother that is in charge and, and takes care of all of the changelings and she is responsible. She comes, swaps out your child for her child and 
now she takes care of your child while you take care of hers. And in this Poland or Polish story, there's a very specific set of things you need to do once you discover that it is actually a changeling. You need to take the child to a midden, which is basically it, it translates to like a garbage heap. It's basically a dump these days. And you need to whip the child with a birch stick. And then our favorite age-old eggshells are back. Then you have to pour water from an eggshell over the baby. And you do this all while shouting over and over again, take your, yeah, take yours, give mine back. And you say that over and over again. This would be like the most confusing experience. Very confusing. So that's theoretically how you get back from that specific in Poland. But if you're not in Poland, then I guess tough luck, I guess. You can't, you can't use that one, which that one's relatively painless, especially compared to the last two. I mean, but, like birch sticks, dude. That's I mean, it's not, hurt. Yeah, it's, it's not great, but it's not permanently damaging. I mean, it's not lethal, like you're yeah, saying, exactly. but it, it's pretty bad. Like you might get some like scars, but for sure. Um, sure. What do you think would happen if uh, after the, like this ritual, like nothing happens because and the changeling doesn't bring back the child, or like the person doesn't confess they're in changeling? Uh, probably they get abandoned. Would be my assumption. I I would assume that most people they're so if they're doing this they're so convinced that that's a changeling in their own mind that if it's a baby they're just leaving it there and hoping that their baby comes back someday and which they'll be sadly surprised it doesn't happen or if it's a, like an adult then they just kind of leave the person there and never let like never speak to him again try and like try and exile them to try and get them to go back to where they're from exile but, them <laughs> eggs maybe that's why the eggs are in here well so um but again eggs are very much used in a lot of witchcraft um like you you put it in a pest mortar and pestle and you crunch it up into like a powder um and it's used for like protection and purification i was wondering if it was for purity yeah my thought when you mentioned which craft again i was like my first thought was i wonder if it's purity if it's supposed to like signify life and your loved one being cleansed back to how they were so yeah what what it says uh it helps eggshells block non-corporal corporeal thanks that's english is hard uh beings Uh from a physical space so pressing it into a chalk form or sprinkling it uh can work as a barrier to keep unwanted nasties at bay there you go and that's why i don't shower with water i just take dust baths in eggshells that way i'm always protected (laughs) oh man that sounds awful (laughs) especially in the heat that we've been having in where i live right now been up in the hundreds that would be awful just, just taking a dust bag. egg <laughs> i don't know if the shell smells i mean you probably you probably clean the egg first like the yeah egg egg. i don't you're... know i there's Death only so much you can do to take the uh, egg out of the eggshell you know <laughs> you can take the egg out of the eggshell but you can never take the eggshell out of the egg <laughs> my pancakes are a tri- tribute to that <laughs> always one piece of eggshell it's the worst Feels like you just ate like an iron bar or whatever. Uh, yeah. 
awful. It's, and you suddenly you're starting to wonder, was that a tooth? That wasn't a tooth, was it? Right. What if that was a tooth? And you start checking every tooth and no, I don't think, I think I'm good. Yeah. Yep. That's pancakes for me every time. See, back then experience. they didn't care if eggshells were in their stuff because I mean, yeah. their bread had like rocks in it. So that's true. That's true. Speaking of bread, the, the best way to cook your bread is in an oven. The best way to cook your changeling is also in an oven. Oh. That's the only way they can. That's another way you can prove if the changeling is uh, real or try and return them more like to try and get them to either, which this one seems like it's not so beneficial if you're trying to return a possessed person back to normal. But if you're trying to scare a changeling into giving your kid back, you can always resort to either putting them fully in the oven like some people did or just putting their head in the oven, which I don't know which one's worse. I don't want either of them, though. They're both really bad and both probably fatal. No, thanks. So, yeah. But I guess, like, the changeling is supposed to burst out of the oven and be like, all right, all right, man, I give yeah. up. That's the theory. That's, but it's yep. a baby. Uh, I mean... You think it's a baby, but it's actually an old elf that's just trying to live out the rest of his life in your house while you care for him as he dies. Well, so. and, and I mean, so I mean, like, I mean, if you look at like, like, sorry, I'm not like on like a witch thing. I just, if you look at witches, <laughs> right? This is probably the, very heavily witch related, and that's and that's why there's so many connections, right? I mean, back in the day, like, I mean, I guess probably to the most recent witches and stuff, right? When they'd burn them at the stakes, when they'd torture them and everything, like they would get confessions of these people being witches, though uh -huh. they're probably not actual witches because they're yeah. torturing them. So like, you start torturing someone and all you want them to yeah. say is, I'm a changeling. You say that and then, I mean, like, because you're getting tortured. So it's just like, yeah. of course Hoping these people are that probably going to say like, stop. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty sick, especially when you remember that not all of these but a lot of these were to children, uh, yeah. either, either full babies or to adolescents of like a couple of years. And so that's just even more twisted. A lot of, a lot of children, which who also had disabilities, either mental disabilities or physical disabilities, which is what caused a lot of people to assume and fear that these were changelings it, because they had either mental disabilities. And so they were acting more odd than normal people or physical disabilities and so they looked more odd than normal people and so people instantly would start to think oh well this is clearly a changeling and so it's just would when thinking of these stories and remembering it is very dark especially Awful, because yeah of that. so again and humans are the real monsters exactly i was just gonna say like like you said in the beginning like brad said the changelings aren't really doing anything. Yeah, they're kidnapping people, so that's bad, but they're not doing anything like specifically violent. They're just kind of chilling and living out their life after swapping themselves with somebody else. And the humans are torturing people. They're burning people. They're, they're baptizing people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's crazy. So, yeah, it's awful. So, the last way to possibly try and return your loved one back to you uh partially it's it's not necessarily as violent as or as horrific as putting someone into the oven but it, it can be is they would have you either take a bath in 
a foxglove solution, which foxglove is a flower, and it's still used today in heart medicines to try and to help heart attacks. And so it's it's a actual good medicine that is useful, but back then they would put it foxglove, grind it up, and put it into a solution and either have people bathe in it, which that's just uncomfortable, or they would have people drink it, which that's where it became really dangerous because this is a heart medication all for all intents and purposes, and it would cause people to have heart attacks, especially in larger doses. I mean, it doesn't take a whole lot to be lethal, but especially when you're giving it to children, it takes barely any to cause this to be lethal and in trying to cure them, you're just instantly killing them. So, yeah. That sounds still pretty horrific to me, honestly. Yeah. That's rare. The bathing one, not so bad. Not lethal, just uncomfortable. That's that's the better solution. That's the better chance that if, if you're going to do either, go with that one. Hopefully that works. But the problem is, is it can also be very much lethal if people decide that they need to have someone drink it, at which point odds are the person's going to die. It's 0.5 grams of dried or two grams of fresh leaf is enough to kill someone. Exactly. So is not a ton. Even inhaling the pollen is, uh, can cause severe reactions and not, maybe not death, but like very bad reactions mm -hmm. just by sniffing pollen from it. Yeah. So I imagine like if you, uh, put somebody in the bath of this, some of it might be absorbed through their skin or like even get it yeah. in their mouth and so it still sounds extremely dangerous yeah it's it's not unless yeah it's definitely not a good situation but i would rather take a bath to drink it but it's still no good well it says always wear gloves when handling fox gloves exactly. if you don't um the toxins are easily transferred um elsewhere including your eyes and mouth um yeah no not, not a good not a good thing yeah yeah there is a. Uh... So there's the solutions that you can try to return someone or cure them of being a changeling. All of them, but maybe one of them, are very horrific. All but just threatening, but that's still not great. Still don't do that. I imagine this is like a people, as they get more and more desperate to get their real child back, as they feel, yes. they get more and more extreme with the, the measures they take. Absolutely, which which is interesting that you mentioned that because I was going to talk about it in the next, uh, there's a real life story that re was recorded that I was going to talk about. And in this story they mention, which I forgot to mention earlier, there's a lot of people that believe that when a changeling was replaced or when, when someone replaced a loved one with a changeling, that was that would start a timer and you had nine days after the person was either possessed or replaced to get the changeling to leave or admit what they had done and leave before the theory was they were gone and there was no chance of you getting them back i'm sure people got more and more desperate so yeah who's up for a story about bridget cleary i i oh, honestly man. can't answer yes to that question <laughs> I'm, I don't. Oh, it's a terrible, terrible story. What horrors await us, it's Randy? Horror. Bridget's mother, when she was younger, was believed to have been taken away by changelings. Uh, that was the word in town. Was she disappeared, and so everyone thought that she had been taken by changelings. So they were very 
cautious about changelings and always worried about them, Michael more so than Bridget. And so she, Bridget, would often go and visit where her mother had gone missing in a place that is called Raths. In Ireland, they call them Raths. They're also called fairy rings or fairy forts. And basically what they are is they're giant circles in the ground that are just like remnants of old buildings. So it's just the stone foundation of old buildings that leave an, a stone ring in the ground. And it's from ancient buildings that used to be there but doesn't aren't anymore. So these rings weren't like made specifically by people. They no. were just remnants no. of old buildings. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's where they initially were from. But people started to think that these weren't old buildings. They were actually portals to the fairy realm. And that's why they called them fairy rings. And so Bridget's mother went missing within the vicinity nearby one of these fairy rings, supposedly. And so Bridget would go and visit this these fairy rings and, and kind of hang around, kind of like people go and visit uh, a gravestone or something she would go and visit to talk to her mom and, and reminisce but her husband didn't like that because he was concerned because that's where the fairies come from that's a portal to their realm one day uh bridget she had a meeting or a a sale she had to go to a townsperson's house because she was going to return some clothes that she had been working on some tailoring that she had been doing and so she was returning to their house to sell them or return the clothes that they were making. Michael wasn't a huge fan of that, tried to talk her out of it because he was a little possessive and he didn't think that she should be working really, but she did it anyway. And despite his arguing, she went, she was gone for several hours long into the night. And when she finally showed back up in the night, like, not not middle of the night, but long later than she should have been. She was looking sick, and she fell over when as soon as she got into the house. And both her and her husband, her sorry, her her husband and her father, who had recently moved in with them, were all very concerned and distraught as to why why she was sick, why she was falling over. And when she first got there, she didn't even recognize her husband. And so Michael instantly thought, uh-oh, red flags, this is a changeling. My wife was taken. She must have gone out and visited those fairy rings again. She was taken, and now there's a changeling in her place. So he did the age-old test. He got an iron cup, because supposedly they're supposed to be scared of iron, and he put it near her, and apparently she reacted. Apparently she didn't like it. She jumped back, which maybe she was just surprised that all of a sudden there was a cup next to her face. But Understandable. she apparently was, yeah, yeah. Especially when, like I said earlier, we find out that he apparently was relatively abusive. So not that surprising that she would react poorly to him care, just taking an iron cup next to her face because she might have thought she was in trouble. But she reacts poorly. So he takes that as definitely she's a changeling, 100%. The doctor comes the next morning and he says that it's actually just bronchitis and nervous excitement. And those are the reasons for her ailments. There's no other reasons to be worried. He gave her some medicine and he was on his way. Problem is, is Michael 
the father and a couple of the family members weren't so convinced. They were had their definitive proof now that she was a changeling. So then they invented a pastor over, and the pastor also said, yeah, she's you follow the medicine that the doctor gave you. It's not a changeling. <laughs> he, he, he specifically, kind of ironically, said that they needed to abandon these old Irishy folklore that are all clearly nonsense, and they needed to come to the understanding of Christianity and the truth that it brought, which is kind of ironic because they're both kind of, I'm not taking one side either way, but if you think about it, they're both kind of little proof to either one, if you think about it. So mm-hmm. this Christian, this pastor kind of gave him a little crap for believing in one, but not the other and told him, you need to get your head straight. Not a changeling. She's just sick. But Michael asked the doctor or the pastor to bless some medicine that he got from a fairy doctor, because that's going to save her, not the regular doctor. And the pastor was not about it. He was not interested. He, he did not bless it. So that was where Michael felt like he, things started to go wrong. And then there was some other things that Bridget started to do that started being a little bit more suspicious in his mind, in Michael's mind that she started portraying she he had a really big obsession with threes apparently uh changelings were supposed to from what he had heard do things in threes and so that was more proof anytime she did anything in uh, sets of three that she was also a changeling so after a couple of uh days that he was he was very convinced and was getting all of the rest of his family's family members behind him that this is a changeling and meanwhile in his head that nine day time clock is ticking down and it's getting closer and closer to the time where he's never going to be able to get his wife back so he's got to act fast unfortunately like i said he's relatively abusive so these are going to be jumping straight to those drastic measures not the more kind-hearted simple ones so on day eight he and his family members devised a plan to try and force this medicine that the fairy doctor gave her down her throat to try and force cure her and save her. Well, they held her down and like tied her to the bed or held her to the bed and forced this to, to her to drink it. It didn't work. It was a bad experience for everybody, apparently. I wonder if it was um like some of the foxglove, maybe. It might have been. Uh, it also could have been that it was just a bunch of herbs, random herbs mixed together. We don't know what it was. Um, it, if it was foxglove, it wasn't enough to kill her for sure. But it could have been that it was that some of it was foxglove in a very mild dose. After trying to do that, and after trying to force that cure down her throat, that didn't work. So they decided to take extreme measures, as if they weren't extreme enough, and they had heard and decided to try this cure that they was talked about that had to be done on the verge of the ninth day. And it was supposed to happen right as the transition was supposed to happen from day eight to day nine. And they were supposed to do this cure, whatever it was. We don't really know what it was, but supposed to take care of this and that would cure her. But ultimately day nine rolled around and Michael thinks that it worked. He thinks that that she's cured. So he unties her from the bed 
and Michael has Father Ryan, the pastor, come back to town, come back in and and do a double check on her, you know, have the pastor check on her, not the doctor, but regardless, the pastor comes in and says, everything seems fine. She's still a little ill, but she should be fine. Just rely on faith. Just trust in God. He'll get you through it. And uh, apparently Michael was not a very religious guy because that faith didn't last for very long. It was only about a day or so before he started to revert back to his superstitions. And he started seeing those sets of three again. And he started seeing her acting weird in his opinion again. And so he started thinking that maybe it didn't work. So his obvious retaliation was to beat her up because that's the next step. You got to scare the changeling out. He picked her up, like up literally up into the air, slammed her around the house, slammed her onto the ground. And he eventually hit her head on the uh, fireplace mantle. And then after he did that, People think she was still alive. They're pretty sure the people in the room, the family members that were there, were pretty sure she was still alive. And so for good measure, then after she wouldn't give herself up, he then lit her on fire and burned her to death in their house with the rest of her family and her father watching. And so shame on her family yeah. for not doing something. Yeah. It sounds like there was a couple of family members. She had a sister that was relatively obstinate and was very particular this wasn't she wasn't a changeling this doesn't this shouldn't happen this can't happen this needs to stop but especially in that time she was a woman and against a group of other men so there was not really any chance that she was going to stop anything and bridget herself was recovering from bronchitis so there was no chance she was going to try and stop anything so yeah yeah Good on her for surviving that entire time with bronchitis and getting all of that treatment done. Exactly. So there was a trial for Michael. Obviously, there was many uh, witnesses. The doctor and the pastor both knew that this was happening. And the family members were literally there when it happened. Uh, Michael obviously didn't go to the, the authorities immediately. He buried Bridget in a shallow grave out in the woods and covered her face with a cloth. So, so shallow that her, like her face was still visible above the ground. So he covered her with a cloth. So wow. clearly not great. And after several days, the townspeople started to realize that she wasn't showing up. They started to report it. Suspicions arose and the police went and found the body. And then questioning began. And so after There was a trial that ensued that was called the Fairy Trials or the Fairy Crimes. Michael was found guilty of murder in the first degree of his wife, and he was sentenced to prison, as far as I'm aware. He might have been executed. I don't know. That was kind of where the news outlets kind of gave up and stopped reporting because they lost interest after a while. Uh, Even the New York Times, actually, fun fact reported on this but again they kind of stopped after the conviction they didn't pay attention to him afterwards so new york times did have an article about this even though it was in ireland but they still found it interesting enough and it was worldwide enough and and popular enough that people began to share and talk about it unfortunately though that did cause a lot of 
stereotypes to spread about the Irish and how they were just barbaric. They were still Neanderthal-ish-esque and they were worshipping these fairy feet folk and a lot of bad rumors and a lot of bad stereotypes, but those began to spread. And there's even still today a chant, a nursery rhyme, that's a better word for it, nursery rhyme that is spread around and that children sing to this day that is from this case, which is, are you a witch or are you a fairy or are you a wife or are you the wife of Michael Clary? The fairy tales yeah. and like children songs, still sing that that's today. That's just that's haunting. It's awful. It is so terrible. This lady went out to trying to make money for her family, trying to help her family make ends meet, and taking care of her father at the same time. And her husband decides, "Yep, she's an imposter, dead." In within like eight days, nine days, and it's that's terrible. It is beyond terrible so um i i don't know if this is going to help or not but apparently <laughs> i know way too much about witchcraft oh um, there you go so also um fairy rings like you mentioned were like the like you know the broken down houses and stuff that were just like right. the stone circle right if you do want to find uh what people call fairy rings now you can look for mushrooms that are in a circle um yes and that's also where like fairies live and whatnot so yes fun fact if that was also the other version of fairy rings is toadstool circles. Those are, I feel like a lot less common because I actually saw one the other day. They made by really. Yeah. I've never seen one. Dude, you just, you could have, you could be a changeling. We're still standing on this. <laughs> I think Brad's changeling. The facts are all pointing to it. Hey, Amanda, why'd you have that? to go near it? <laughs> <laughs> you fool. Yeah. So yeah. But, well, it was crazy. That's... It was there one day, literally the next day it wasn't there. Yeah, literally, that was a fairy portal, dude. Probably. And you're literally a changeling. I will not be lied to. I wait, wait. That's believe this. That's why I'm vegan. I don't like eggshells. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming together now. Dang it's it. proof. <laughs> so there's a lot of different depictions of changelings in media. Some of them are a little bit happier. Well, happier. To a degree than uh, this story about uh, Bridget Clary and some of them are also pretty terrible one of the more basic not necessarily uh, as obvious references to changelings in media is again we got I think every episode we've tried to uh, we've referenced this the game Magic the Gathering they've got everything under the sun as a card and for a changeling, it's no different. They've actually got an entire mechanic centered around changelings. And that is basically in the game, meaning that just that character, that creature is just every creature. That's like so, a creature subtype. They're shapeshifters. That just means it can, it's every creature at the same time. Exactly. But then there's also a changeling in the game that specifically is called Cradle Swap. And that is, it's a creature that's a changeling. And the picture is of somebody swapping one bundle with a different bundle into a cradle. Mm. So what a, what a good more, game. Come on, yeah, more specific it's reference so there for you. But then there's a less true to lore 
version uh, or depiction of the uh, changelings. And that's uh, the movie. There's a movie called Changeling from 2008. And uh, it's a lie. It's a lie. It's it's a lie. It was mostly, uh, it has, who is it? Uh, Angelina Jolie. And she, it's a story about changelings, but there's nothing fantastical about it. It's just basically society made a mistake and swapped her kid with another. And she was adamant that her kid was her kid or what the kid that she had wasn't her kid. And everyone else was telling her that's a lie. Oh, so, more, it, it could be exactly what yeah, it's, folklore, the yeah, folklore it's a more, more down to earth story, but it's not. It's no fantastical creatures in it. Exactly. Yeah. It's a lie. It's not real. <laughs> and by that, I mean, it's more real, but, <laughs> and then other than that, there's a couple of books and a couple of movies one of which that I found was interesting was Coraline. You know that creepy... That awful movie? Movie. Yeah. It's apparently a story about a changeling, which when That's you think about cool it, it makes sense, but I never put it together that it was. Huh. But yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I never put that together either. I'll have to yeah. watch it again and see how that exactly. plays out. And then there's the age-old Supernatural, where they're oh, yeah. basically a normal changeling, except these ones are more actively trying to hurt the family members that they replace and they have weird like circular worm mouth things it's that they like, suck the life out of their family members almost like yeah, they're, they're yeah. yeah they are terrifying and these ones specifically you can't see their true form unless you're looking through a mirror but otherwise they they've got they look like a normal child except through the mirror they look like they're kind of drowned ish like their skin's all gross and decaying they've got dark black sunken eyes and then they got a weird worm mouth and that's about it other than that they're just kind of the regular average super human like super strong monster that average super strong monster yeah well like like like, well, like every other monster strong. yeah exactly no, like every other monster totally. they're super strong and they want to kill people and yeah yeah they're, they're, what else is there Worst yeah. part about uh, the changelings in that episode supernatural to me was how like obsessive they were over their um, yeah. almost like uh, host mother be it yeah is that they would yeah. just like relentlessly pursue them and nag them for food and be like hey do you love me and the ladies were like yeah. leave me alone yeah it was so yeah, creepy, it was very man. creepy how how possessive they were very much so yeah. The the I would recommend if you're uh, interested in learning more about changelings, uh, either just because you have a weird fascination, which hey, we're that right there with you, or you are a you changeling, wanna, yeah, or you're a changeling and you want to know more about yourself. Uh, the, the supernatural episode is very cool, interesting, and uh, there's also a podcast made into a live action reenactment of the Bridget. Uh, case the Bridget Cleary case made by the guy his name is the podcast name is Lore and they oh, made a live so action yeah it's super cool the, the podcast is really good and they've made a live action reenactment of that case on Amazon Prime so if you uh, look up Lore on Amazon Prime he does a whole live action reenactment of it and it's very very interesting very horrific but very cool but other than that, I think that'll do it for uh, Changelings this week. Sorry we went a little bit long, but 
there's a lot to unpack with changelings. Oh man, I appreciate it. I don't know. This might take the cake for so far. Like one of the most disturbing of the <laughs> uh, monsters that we've covered, purely because of just the fear and paranoia that people have uh -huh. around them. It's, I don't know. It's very unsettling and like uh, very just well, something I would not want. Yeah. And it seems also like the closest to like what actually could happen. Like, yeah. I feel like this could happen in my life more than a gargoyle Absolutely. attacking me or something. You know, like, Davey Jones, like this one just you on feels that. more. <laughs> no who's to say, Davey? So. Who's to say? But yeah, I agree. They're they're more. I mean, they're still fantastical, but they're more grounded in reality than a lot of the other things are, and they're so terrifying because of their connection to. Their their largest prey is children, which is just so terrible, oh. so horrifying, and yeah. so morbid. So, man, yeah, these guys have a special place of horror in the world. I will always be scared of that episode of Supernatural with the Seriously. changelings because that yeah, is man. it is something to special. Yeah, when the when the mom puts the the changeling in the car and like just lets it roll in uh -huh. the bike, man, oof, yikes. It's Awesome. No thanks. <laughs> but yeah. Well, thanks for listening this week. Uh this is uh one of my favorites. I I think changelings are really cool, but really dark. So thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, share it with someone you think uh would like it. Share it with someone who's interested in this kind of supernatural stuff, or share share it with someone who you think might be a changeling. Maybe this will get him to run away. <laughs> who's to say? But we'd uh, love to have you back next week. And uh, this has been the Vanquishers Guide. Have a good one. <laughs>